March is basketball, right? It's college basketball. The tournament has been absolutely unbelievable. And you know what? With it taking center stage for the entire month, if you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. All you have to do is this. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All all day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The show brought to you by Burn Dairy, Brutonace Hardware, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our great friends over at Ken's Auto Detailing. If you're in and around Central New York, make sure you stop by Ken's right on Route 11. They have the best detail shop around. Period. End of discussion. You'll drive your car away and feel like you have a brand new vehicle. They do the inside and outside, the whole deal, wax and wash. And oh, by the way, you can get your chrome covering the vehicle for all weather protection. Ken's Auto Detailing is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor, and I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you as well to Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay and the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform as well. My next guest is a dear friend of mine, and we work together in local radio in central New York. He's one of the best people I know. He's an unbelievable musician and artist, and he has just come out with a brand new album. We're going to break that down. We'll probably talk a little hoops as well with my guy, Tim Forbes. And of course, you can follow him on all the social media platforms under Tim Forbes Music. Timmy, welcome back, man. Let's uh, let's dive in and Kind of, you know, a little bit of a reunion here, buddy. How are you? Reunion, Mike. It's been a little bit, so thank you for having me today. No doubt. You are obviously a great player, uh, a musician, an artist, a singer. Um, you know, I remember when we did local radio, and I, I was I was kind of pushing you to get out there and play a lot, I remember, because I wanted, you know, people to listen to you and to see your talent and, and to hear what, what, what you could provide. Um, get into, I guess, just to start off here for my listeners, get into... Uh, your new album, you know, the name of it, uh, what, what you're trying to kind of get across message-wise and anything musically, Tim. Yeah, so I came out with a single called Young and Dumb. Uh, I haven't produced an album yet. It's just a single. But okay, you can that's get right. it um, anywhere you listen to your music, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever. Um, it's even on some Pandora channels, I think. But um, So it's called Young and Dumb. I wrote it when I had COVID in January when I was laying in bed. Uh, I had a journal next to my bed on my nightstand and I just started jotting down some ideas and kept uh, hearing this little phrase in my head saying, uh, maybe we were young and dumb, just looking for a little fun. Excuse me. And uh, I was like, man, that, that might be the hook to that might be it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. So 
I put together uh, some more words, some more lyrics, and started to sound pretty good in my head. And once I finally felt well enough to sit up and grab my guitar, I did, and uh, came up with a catchy little guitar riff and strumming pattern, and the song kind of came together pretty quickly. Um, and, and it got to a point where, you know, I have other originals that I've written that I feel you know pretty good about, but this was the first song that really kind of popped where I was like, I want people to hear this. So I uh, connected with a buddy of mine named Steve Brown, who uh, does some freelance stuff at Subcat Studios in Syracuse here. Uh, he has his own company called Brown Mix and Master. And uh, we went to the studio at Subcat and laid it down in one day. Mm. And then I went back in probably, you know, a few days later, because I had a couple edits that I wanted to do. And it was about a two studio session process. And he started going to work on it. And he's absolutely incredible. He, he did a really great job. I was really happy. There was very limited things that I felt needed to be changed or restructured um, when he was done. And he sent me a couple versions and picked the one that I liked and sent it to the distribution site and came out on March 1st. And, uh, you know, I'm able to check the stats and stuff, and it's not, you know, going to make me rich by any means, but it's starting to get played a little bit overseas, which is pretty cool. And uh, it's just cool to see that progress because, you know, I taught myself in seventh grade, and I know you've always been a really big advocate for me and the music scene and such. And I just wanted to have something that I could say, hey, go here and listen to my music, because other than that, I'm on social media, obviously, but the only way to hear me before that was to actually just come to a gig. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so when did you pick up the guitar? When did you start um, having an interest in playing, singing and playing, whatever the case may be? I'm sure playing came first, but when, when was this? How far, uh, you know, along, how far do we have to go back to, to get the, uh, the young Tim Forbes, you know, musician, <laughs> when did it start? Yeah, so, I mean, singing actually came earlier than that because I remember always singing in the car, on car rides, and just everywhere, you know, when I was even littler than, um, I, I don't even know when I first started singing, but obviously do chorus in elementary school, mm -hmm. and that's when I started to kind of recognize, like, uh, you know, I might have a decent voice here, and I think when you're at that age, before your voice cracks, you can pretty much sing anything, so I just wasn't really holding myself to too much there, but... Um, in seventh grade, I had a buddy named Connor and he had a really cool red PV Raptor, which is just a pretty beginner level electric guitar. Okay. And, uh, I went over to his house and he was showing me it and he started to play some stuff cause he had been playing for a little bit. And I was like, man, I really want to do that. Um, and I got a, a black Fender Squire, which is also another kind of beginner level guitar. And we kind of put together a little bit of a band with a friend that was a drummer and played our seventh grade memories dance <laughs> or eighth grade memories dance. Maybe I don't remember what grade it was, but um, that's when it all kind of started. Even before that, uh, my dad got me like a professional junior size guitar. Okay. And it just sat in my closet and collected <laughs> dust because I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. And uh, starting electric really allowed me to, kind of breaking my fingers and get calluses and get comfortable with the stretching of your fingers and mm -hmm. the frets and everything. So I think that's actually probably the better way to go about learning guitar is starting on electric and then building your way up to acoustic. I think some people also would say otherwise because electric maybe 
easier after you've already kind of broken in your fingers and your calluses and all that stuff. So that's, you know, neither here nor there, but yeah, in seventh grade is when I first picked up the guitar and I just taught myself learning tablature online and I only took maybe like a class at Lemoyne when I went there, but I had already been playing out at that point. So that was just kind of gravy. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. And I remember listening to your, a lot of, a lot of your stuff when, when we were working together and, you know, playing the guitar, it's a hard instrument and you, you play it, but when you start singing, you know, and, and try to put both of those together and then go perform, it's a different animal, Tim. You, you would admit that. I mean, just playing your guitar in, in your living room, but then singing and trying to put every, you know, put the, the notes with your voice and the right timing and rhythm and all that sort of thing. And I'm, I mean, I, you know, I, I used to be, I guess, kind of a quasi musician. I, you know, I played trombone for a long, long time in high school and college um, and made some all states and all that. And, and it's a different, but you know, I'm, I'm, all you're doing is playing. You can't sing because you're blowing air into the instrument. You know, you, you, you're playing guitar, but then you add the voice to it. How hard is that once you decide, okay, I'm going to start singing and performing, putting those two things together. I can't imagine that's easy. No, it's definitely not. And honestly, learning the guitar is probably the most frustrating experience that I've ever had in my life because you want to quit. You want to just be, you want to be great from the start and you obviously can't be, you have to start somewhere. So, you know, once you start to learn how to hold the guitar and finger patterns and, and chords and all that stuff, it eventually gets easier. But um, then when you throw in the singing, like there's still songs to this day that I can play but I can't sing too. It's yeah. too difficult to yeah. do this, do it both at the same time. So um, it does add a whole kind of another level of difficulty, but um, I, I don't know if I'm the best example because it, it came kind of naturally to me. Like I said, there's definitely songs that I still can't sing to this day, but I can play on the guitar. Um, but it's almost like riding a bike and that's a really bad example, but once you keep doing it, and, and it's similar to you, I actually, not to go too far off topic, but I listened to your interview with Gaz, and you were talking about, you know, becoming a, a sports media personality and how important reps are. And I remember you telling me that when we worked together, but that's the same for playing guitar and singing, is I try to play for, I mean, I'm busy, so, you know, I try to get in at least like a half hour to 45 minutes of just guitar, not even singing. Cause I sing all the time. I sing in the car. I sing, you know, doing busy work at my desk. I sing in the shower <laughs> everywhere. Um, but actually like sitting down and having that dedicated time to play guitar is, uh, something that I really try to do. I, I don't get to do it as much as I would like to, but, um, the singing just kind of came along with it. It is difficult. Like I'm not going to say that it's easy cause it's not by any stretch, but, um, the more you practice, obviously, the, the better you get, and that's just kind of how it came along. I picked up guitar acoustic, I, I want to think maybe seven, eight-ish years ago, and, and you know, I, I know some chords. I haven't played it in a long time. I'm, I'm actually looking at it right now, and it probably needs a little bit of, a little bit of work and help over there. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll get done with this interview and just go screw around for a little while. I'm not very good. I, I, do, I do know certain things. I know some chords. Uh, I have a good ear because of my trombone playing. 
Um, but man, when you like, let's just say Green Day, time of your life, right? You start sure. playing those chords, and it's a common common song. People learn it, people cover it, people play it in different ways. You know, I, I do the, I kind of cheat and do the G A D G A D G A D, and then you know, then you go into, I can't even remember what the the next set is, but I, I know them if I could feel them. But you know, yeah. you, you get into you know another na, 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 and you start singing. Mm-hmm. I hope you know, and and sometimes you just you can't play. Because the yeah. words are coming out and you're, you're, you're back and forth. The, the thing that I can liken this most to is playing in marching band for me. I was a trombone player, period, until marching band. And then you gotta, you, you, you've got to learn the steps and the place on the field and, you know, where to go and then pick up the horn. And then, and then all of it has to kind of come together, you know, as a puzzle almost, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. And honestly, I, I'm very impressed I just came back from Tampa um, this a couple of days ago. I went down and saw a music festival, yeah. including Green Day, ironically. Um, and a lot of the musicians that I saw just kind of hopped from instrument to instrument. <laughs> and I play guitar, I sing. You put a drum in front of me, a drum set, I look like I'm a toddler. Because I, I just don't understand how people can play so many instruments and they're so different because people are like, oh, you play guitar, then you must play piano. And it's like, no, it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing if I try and play piano. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 really just going back to timing is everything, too. Like, you know, when I first started to consider recording Young and Dumb, I started playing from in front of a metronome because I wanted to make sure that I was playing consistently throughout and then, you know, my, my producer ended up sending me a, a little drum beat and that actually ended up making it into the track. So hmm. that was super helpful. There's little tips like that that help you as you're trying to figure things out. But even to this day, Mike, if I'm performing, there's sometimes I just screw up. And that's just the, the nature of the beast. You know, it's live music. It's not recorded i'm not going to be able to go in and edit it anything can happen i'm gonna yeah. tonight i'm probably gonna screw up at some point you know <laughs> whether it's lyrics or whatever but yeah. um you can't be afraid to screw up either because because you that's how you gain confidence is fall on your face a little bit get back up it's the same in really any walk of life you know sales whatever the case may be it's how you learn you fall on your face get back up dust yourself off and keep going yeah make a joke about it too you know put a little humor in it and by the way Time you're like Green Day, such a classic song. It was my senior class song, and and you know all I had to do was just start. You know now I can't get out of my head. It's one of those catchy. You know it's it's something unpredictable, and in the end it's right. I, it's you know now I'm going to be singing that the rest of the day. Musician artist Tim Forbes, our guest here on the ML Sports Platter. Uh, go check out Young and Dumb and uh, his his new single, and of course the uh, Facebook page and all the rest. Speaking of uh, the Facebook page here, Timmy, I've been scrolling here. Uh, a little bit uh, prior to the interview and during, and uh, you've got a nice little local tour set up here. So a lot of my people are are big uh, musician uh, fans. Uh, they're they're they like to go out and listen to live music. They like entertainment. They like to go out and have a couple pops. Uh, where are you going to be here in the next? I don't know, few weeks, few months here in Central New York. Well, tonight I'm playing at a very unique venue. It's called Empire Syracuse Barbershop and Pub. And if you haven't been there, it's right near. It's just a little ways down the block from Salt City Market, so sort of near Hotel Syracuse, the Marriott down there. Um, and it is exactly what I said it is. It's a barbershop pub, so 
that concept to me at first was like, oh, that's really strange because the last thing you want is hair in your drink or <laughs> having a drink, but it's not even close to being a possibility because the two chairs or the mm-hmm. three chairs or however many chairs that have are off in the corner. And it's a full bar. It's a really cool venue, super unique to Syracuse. There's nothing else like it. Um, drinks are great. And uh, the atmosphere is just really cool, especially, you know, I'm sure the games will be on tonight. And uh, I look forward to that. Um, Saturday night, I'm at Pizza Man in Baldwinsville, which is another one of my favorite joints. Um, I love the owner, Jimmy. He's a very good friend of mine. Uh, and Luke, his brother, uh, took it over for his, from their dad a while back. And they were running it ever since. And they just kind of started throwing back live music into rotation after COVID. And had a few hiccups along the way. There was a couple of canceled gigs and rescheduling and all that. But I'm at Pizza Man on Saturday. And then let's see here. I see the Sting Private up right here. Steamers is a place you're at. Shaughnessy's downtown. You're that a lot. And hey, the Mexico Field Days. You can go you can go try to win that big fluffy bear and then listen to Tim Forbes afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You know, win a fish. It's gonna die the next day. <laughs> And then come listen to me not play fish because I don't play fish. But, um, yeah, that's 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 going to be an interesting one just because there's a lot of people from my hometown of Mexico that right. haven't had a chance to see me play, but they follow me on social media. And, you know, they don't want to drive out to Syracuse. But either they're older or you know, Syracuse is 45 minutes away. So some people just don't like to drive, especially when my, my gigs are mainly bar gigs and tend to be kind of in the later hours of the evening. So... That's going to be a cool one. Um, I'm playing uh, a benefit for uh, my friend's uh, daughter who unfortunately was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, That's on the 14th back home in Mexico as well as May. Uh, One thing that's really kind of cool is uh, you can see on my, on my social media here that I play it place called legends field and that's in oswego and they hold giant little league tournaments and i'm the music entertainment entertainment for that so that's cool because that gives me an opportunity to play some of the newer stuff that you know little driver's license by olivia rodrigo or something along those lines harry styles watermelon sugar like those types of songs that i probably wouldn't play at a bar with like an older generation there um, so those are really fun too, and the kids love it, and that's really just kind of a rewarding experience for me. That's awesome. I've got one more, and then we're going to hear you know you play here in a second. Um, sure. You know you're you're a, just a huge sports guy. I mean, you played high school basketball. You you know you played in college. You you've you know you love the NBA. You love hoops, but you love other things too. Um, and the one thing with being a musician compared to being an athlete is, and I'm sure you're probably already knowing that because you're not exactly going out and hooping every night and dunking on people like you used to. Um, you can't do that in your upper thirties and forties and fifties and sixties, but you know what you can do? You can grab a guitar. You can play your guitar. You can sing. Uh, Willie Nelson's 80, whatever he is, he's doing it. Yeah. McCartney's on tour. It's not the Paul McCartney. We know it's not the Paul McCartney from the Beatles. But he still sounds pretty good, and he's still a damn legend. Elton John is still going nuts. Um, have you thought about that? Like, as you've gotten this new single out, and I, again, I said album earlier, I apologize. I thought it was kind of a mini album, um, but but just the, the debut single, Young and Dumb. Um, have you thought about that at all already? Like, damn, you know, like, I'm in my 30s, and 
I can I can just do this and I can play like this is while I love sports I I can do actually do this physically you know and I can't do sports I can't play sports like at a high level anymore is that is that sunk in? Well, there's there's two things. First off, I'm only 29, so don't age me, Mike. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Time flies. I thought maybe I could just guess you were like 32, 33. How is it possible that you're thir- still 13 years by? You know what? You're supposed to be a little bit older. I don't want to have it 13 year gap. Jeez. Yeah, I turned 30 in September. All right. So well, we'll do another interview. That way, I can call you out. That's you know? coming up. But I'm already feeling. I'm already feeling the pains. Um, <laughs> Wait till you're my age. I play basketball twice a week uh, in men's leagues, so that's something that hopefully doesn't go away for a while. But I do think about that from time to time. Like you know, you can be like Gordon Lightfoot's in his 80s and he's still right. touring. Right. Like it's wild, and I don't ever really plan on. Or, or have a, an ambition set to get famous or tour nationally or anything like that. Like, I, I think my main goal is to perform for people and have them enjoy it locally, maybe break out a little bit into the surrounding areas of New York, but not, but not like totally invested in, you know, trying to, to make it big. But uh, I, I do recognize as I play in these men's leagues, people that I've played with for years, obviously they hang it up after a while and it, and it sucks to see it. It sucks to see the, the generation of, you know, athletic performances as time goes on from really talented athletes from several years back. Um, but I do recognize that, you know, I've had three ankle surgeries. Um, I can't really jump anymore, which is disappointing. And, you know, the shot's still pure, but... <laughs> Yeah, but that's um, just how you like it. Now you can live 35 feet away from the basket and just gun everything up and let everybody else try to go get the rebound, huh? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, but uh, I do think about that, and, and I've especially been thinking about that as I've gotten older, and uh, you know, my parents are getting older, I'm yeah. seeing yeah. musicians and athletes retire. Like, you know, when you think about it, one huge athlete that has retired recently, there's a few more this draft class that haven't obviously gotten to that point yet, Dwayne Wade. Yep. To think that he's retired now, he's played his complete career in, in the NBA is just absolutely insane to me. So yeah, I do think about that. I try not to, you know, get too deep into that thought because it is kind of depressing. But I do, I do recognize the fact that I'm going to probably be playing guitar much longer than I'm playing basketball. Yeah, no doubt. All right, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, have at it, man. You're going to play a little bit here, a couple minutes. Uh, what song are you playing here, Tim? Well, I thought it was only fitting to play a little bit of The Cure, so I'm going to play Friday I'm in Love. Okay, let's hear it. Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. Monday, you can fall apart. Tuesday, Wednesday, break my heart. Thursday, doesn't even start. It's Friday, I'm in love. Saturday, late. Sunday always comes too late. Friday never hesitate. 
I don't care if Monday's black, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Thursday, never looking back. It's Friday, I'm in love. Wednesday, stay in bed, or Thursday, watch the walls instead, it's Friday, I'm in love, Saturday, Sunday always comes too late, Friday never has to take, dressed up to the eyes, it's a wonderful surprise, to see your shoes and your spirits rise, throwing out what you frown, just smell the sound, Slick as a sheep, spinning round and round. Always take a goodbye, it's such a gorgeous sight. See you eat in the middle of the night. You can never get enough, enough of this stuff. It's Friday, I'm in love. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. Pretty great. Wow. Great job. That was terrific. That's a hell of a song. I love that one. Super catchy. Thank Tim you. Forbes, musician, artist, all over social media. Go follow all of his pages. Go download the Young and Dumb single where you get music on your platforms. And go subscribe to his YouTube channel, which I just did as well. Yeah. Timmy, you're the best. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, Mike. I really appreciate it. We'll do it again sometime soon. Hopefully catch up in person soon as well. A quick word from our friends at Athletic Greens. Folks, it's important to stay healthy today. And with Athletic Greens, you can do just that. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's more important to choose one that is top quality. Hey, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and more. Their blend is special, and the ingredients support gut health, recovery, focus, aging, you name it, it's all there. It's also lifestyle-friendly, and it fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. That sounds pretty good. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system today with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Oh, well, man, how about that with your first purchase? All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Terrific to have Tim Forbes on the podcast. I'm Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. And we are brought to you by our great friends over at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Rosie's Corner, Stanley Law Offices, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Stop by today if you're in and around the Rochester Victor area, right there on 61 School Street. They've got an amazing array of beers on tap. You can get your crawlers and growlers to go as well. Complimentary pour for new beers on weekend of release. And make sure you ask about their mug club as well. And you can actually sign up for uh, all sorts of things there uh, in terms of membership, mug club, you name it. And before your visit, check them out online. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com. You can shop the showcase there as well. Get some gear 
at Stumbling Monkey, the Midnight Porter, the Amber Ale, the Blue Devil Wheat, the Ass Up West Coast IPA, the Crazy for Hazy IPA, the Raspberry Lime. I, I could go on and on with the amazing beers. How about the All-American Light Ale as well? Crowlers, Growlers, Draft, you name it. Get on over to Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company in Victor, New York, my Western New York people, or wherever. Travel to go see my friends at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.